0: Welcome to Inspired Artist Podcast with me, Porter Singer, a podcast about inspiration, a podcast about daily inspiration and about artistic exploration, about how our life can become art, about how our art is about our life. And in this episode, I am going to be talking about how my art is about my life as I go behind the lyrics of a song that I wrote about my childhood, about my father, and ultimately how his life choices established me from a very young age as a bit of an outsider. So I had this craving of community and this longing to be part of something. Um, And upon further reflection, as I was in my kitchen thinking about the episode that I had just recorded, I had this epiphany that this craving of community must have been one of the reasons why joining a cult seemed so appealing to me. So I hadn't ever really considered that this song linked to that part of my life, but in effect I think it does. So the song is called For You To Open and I released it as a demo version. This song is available on all the streaming platforms. If you would like to send a little bit of gratitude my way, however, it is always appreciated that you buy the download from my website, portersinger.com. You can also listen to the lyric video on YouTube that I made, which includes some pictures of me from my childhood and also some photos of my dad in case you're curious. And, um, but I think we'll just get into the episode. So this is all about for you to open and the things, life events, people that inspired them. Here we go. I've been wanting to do a video talking about the lyrics from my new song For You To Open. I released it as a demo and an acoustic piano vocal kind of track before we release the produced version. Uh, This has been I think the most personal and autobiographical song that I've released ever it's um, kind of seen through the eyes of me as a child and then also as an adult looking back on my childhood um, so I'll I'll get into it um, looking at the lyrics on the lyric video that I made for YouTube so the song starts out you felt out of place so you took us to outer space so I'm talking to my dad, when I say you, um, my dad was adopted. The his adopted his adoptive family um, not not the most loving, and I think he created this story that he was French because it gave him um, it gave him a sense of belonging somewhere. I guess he had to you know he had to kind of create a mythology about himself because he wasn't. He knew that he wasn't part of the family that he grew up in and they were, um, especially his mother, kind of abusive. So uh, yeah, so he felt, he felt out of place. And then um, I ended up feeling very out of place as a child because he moved us to a foreign country um, uh, several times actually. So I went as a baby and my parents kind of scouted out Paris and then decided that they'd prefer to live in the South. Um, we lived in LA until I was about five and then we moved permanently to France when I when I was done with first grade. So I must've been about six, I guess. Um, so I, when I say he took us to outer space, it was like, it, it might as well have been You know, I took my kids to Mexico a few months ago, to try living in another country with them and it's so funny because they they felt so out of place there but the resources that they have available to them compared to the ones that i had when i was living outside the united states are are kind of funny to me like almost every food that they were used to eating they could get you know they still had netflix they had youtube they were you know they had all their devices and they were able to communicate with people on video you know Um, I had a very different childhood than that. We, you know, we got to have like, my dad would bring back like pancake mix and Fritos. But, you know, for the most part, we were eating mostly what was available at French supermarkets, which, you know, arguably is not bad stuff, but it wasn't what we were used to. And I went to a French school, um, was the only American, you know, for for that part of, of that education anyway when I later went back into high school I was among more international people but still not a ton of Americans um so I felt you know I was always kind of like the the odd one out um a lot a lot of the time and so um I start this song out you know you took us to outer space because it felt like that (laughs) um so I say paradise not on earth anymore digging to find a marble floor Um, I think it's funny but as a child I sort of thought of the United States as like this paradise that I couldn't live in like I really I really wanted to go back all the time it wasn't my choice to live in a foreign country um, without you know access to the things that i thought you know made life great which you know aren't really but try telling that to a child um and you know away from the friends that i had made as a as a preschooler and kindergartner and later on you know my friends from middle school because we went back and forth a couple of times um the marble reference it's it's sort of my my dad didn't live with us in france he he would go back and forth because his businesses were in LA, so we lived in France, kind of for him. It's a very, st- I can't even explain this in a rational way. <laughs> it's not rational, but that's that was you know that was our life, um, and until about high school when he um, kind of toned down his commute, you know, and and actually spent some time there with us, but we would basically be like a month on, you know, a month off. I think I was a child. I I don't totally remember, but he was gone a lot. He would, you know, he'd bring back fun snacks and stuff, but it was, um, it was hard. It was definitely hard not having him there. And it was hard because it was hard on my mom too. So I really felt that. Um, so the marble thing is sort of like, you know, he, he's very into, um, nice things and, um, It was, it was sort of like, you know, uh, (laughs) my, I guess my kind of inability to perceive this situation the way that he did, he saw this as kind of this like fine experience, you know, this sort of like marble veneer, this beautiful high class, you know, thing. And to me, it was just a very generally a pretty painful experience of feeling completely out of place. Um, and, uh, like an outsider um so that's that lyric let's keep going you felt out of skin no clone to your next of kin that you know that relates to him not feeling like he was a part of his own family Um, it wasn't long till you jumped from the nest off to narrate a hero's quest you know it it felt like he he wanted to get away. he wanted to to leave because I think there you know there's that there's that thing about wanting to find yourself and I, I went through this as like a 20 year old and I, I thought like she must be in some experience somewhere and so you know, it's like is she in New Zealand? is she in Australia? And you know she's she's here, <laughs> but it was it was the. Um, you know, and I don't know, I, I, I never really asked him, but I'm not sure if he did find himself in, in France. But he, um, I don't know, maybe he's still looking. But, you know, it was a hero's quest in the sense of there was, you know, there, there I feel like I, I'm validating that there was uh, that intention for him, even though it didn't feel like that for me, maybe. They called out, we love you but you couldn't hear not through the atmosphere. I sort of see this one as all of the people in LA that we moved away from just, you know, being like like exuding this love. My my dad had a very successful and well-known restaurant in LA. Um, they had a lot of friends. It always seemed to me like we just had so much community and love in Los Angeles that we, for some reason, were running away from, um, to go somewhere where we knew no one and we were completely, you know, um, foreign, I mean, literally foreign, uh, not that we didn't make friends there, but it wasn't ever the same thing. And, uh, just this whole song is just about the realization that my father just can't feel the love that people are Sending him and how kind of like strangely you would or I did see this as a child like don't you see that it's so much better over there why are we over here you know that kind of thing um they sent letters to that I was waiting for you to open um I mean, you know, the way that we got, the way that we got messages from the outside world besides telephone calls were, you know, were letters, holiday cards. Um, and then in the next chorus, I talk about faxes because that was, that was like the way that my dad communicated with us when he was in LA and we were in France is he would send us these these faxes and so you'd wake up in the morning and you know we'd run out to his office and we'd see if there were like these scrolled up pages that had fallen on the floor you know because the fax paper is really thin and rolls on itself um so yeah uh obviously the open you know is this double double meaning because it's like waiting for you to open up to that realization that you don't need to be looking for anything outside yourself. That it's already, it's already all here. You already have everything that you want. I think, as his daughter, I wanted him to realize that I was enough. You know, um, that that the love that he was searching for was was already in his life, um, waiting for you to open, waiting for you to see the truth to feel the love we felt for you so that's what I was that's what I was talking about there we sat on the verge of a portal between two worlds I'm talking about this experience of when you move to another country this was my experience when you're now an expat and you, your frame of reference is now no longer just the place that you came from but also the place that you've moved to. You're kind of between these two cultures. I'm not French, I've never been French, but I have a French experience which makes me different when I go back to the United States. Um, I feel that much less now as an adult, but as a child I just felt very strange to everyone. Um, I had very different experiences, I had a very different perspective. Um, and I remember also this feeling of like, not, it not being okay for me to say anything negative about my experience, even though it was a very hard one, because I lived in a place that visually people assumed would be paradise. Um, so it. I I would get often, you know, people would say, how do you like living in France? And it felt like the only right answer was, oh my God, it's amazing, you know, but it it wasn't. My dad was gone. My mom was having a really hard time. Um, I was, you know, having to go to school in a different culture and navigate a totally different language. You know, I, I am fluent in French, but it's not my maternal language um, you know, uh, navigate a whole different school system, very strict <laughs> and, um, yeah. So between two worlds, uh, no longer part of anything that's relating to, you know, this feeling of just feeling out of place everywhere, successors to that familial sting. Um, so, you know, because of this experience that my dad created, I now felt, I think kind of similarly to how he did being adopted like out of place you know so it's just kind of ironic. Um, they called out we love you but you couldn't hear not through the fear of rejection I think uh, also just thinking about the community in in uh, the states that we'd left behind but they they calling out we love you became this also this chant of like you imagine all these ancestors and guides and spirits that like walk with you for your whole life that love you unconditionally that are constantly, this is how I envision, this is how I envision the, the spirits in my life that walk you through your life and that just have nothing but unconditional love for you but you can't feel it not in the way that they're giving it. You get glimpses of it, but you don't feel it. And I think that my dad had this very strong fear of rejection that is probably um, quite prevalent in adopted children because, you know, you have like a primal rejection. You've been rejected from your birth parents. That's a very deep wound so again i'm kind of i'm I'm like recalling this as like an adult because it's not a realization that i probably had as a child but also the feelings that i was having as a child they sent faxes too that i was waiting for you to open so it was funny because my my producer wanted me to change this line because she thought the word faxes just didn't sound right it was like could you use letters again but I really wanted to use the word fax because it's very 80s. <laughs> it was very, or 90s maybe at that point. Um, it's it's very like of that time and was a huge part of my life. Our fax machine was like, you know, email to me. It was, it was the way that I, um, yeah, it was in a way sort of the way that I felt loved a lot of the time um, by my dad, just receiving little notes, you know, for, he'd write one. Um, Actually, I don't remember my dad did that, but I remember when my mom, if my mom was visiting the States and we were there with my dad, she would send like kind of one for each of us, you know, so you'd get this little personalized love note, which was sweet. Um, Again, waiting for you to open, waiting for you to feel the truth that earth was different without you i think i yeah that earth was different without you um you know like it was different being in a foreign country um without my dad right um so and then i go to the bridge send in the martians and the earthlings to send in the cosmic stellar glue kind of referring i went you know i took some poetic license here i I don't feel by the way that I wrote any of these I definitely channeled these lyrics so I can't really say like I selected this exact word because blah 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 this this song came out of me almost verbatim as I ended up singing it I don't think I changed much of anything which is sort of unusual usually I'll like channel a song so I don't really ever feel like I'm writing it in the sense of like you know carefully selecting words but I'll write the whole thing, I'll put music to it, and then I'll decide that like maybe I wanna swap out some words or maybe I don't like one of the verses and I'll change it to be more in, you know, the the context of the greater song. But for this, I I don't think I did anything. I think I just kept it just as it is. It was like um, pretty pretty stream of consciousness and kind of exactly the way that it ended up being. But you know, I'm talking about the angels and the guides and the you know like send in the the glue like to keep this family together I guess I couldn't be that for you So this is kind of me as a child going like you know I couldn't I couldn't be enough for you my dad Um, but that's okay but will you listen they're not far away like you know still like despite all of this, I, there's, they're still calling out. You are, you know, you're still, you are still surrounded by love. And I wonder if you can feel it. And then I go into the, we love you. Um, and when I sing it, when I sing it, it, it sometimes it feels to me like I'm saying that, like my family loves you. But I think when I initially wrote it, it was more like, we love you. Like, that's what, they are saying the guides the angels the the etheric beings so and then i go into the last one which is sort of like the adult realization right my last verse now you say i love you and i can clearly hear i have no fear of the past now i laugh at that lyric because sometimes i feel like it's true and sometimes i'm like well i'm still getting there um i no longer wait for you I'll love you no matter how much you open. So it's kind of like, I like the way that that word kind of ended up being used in in two meanings and kind of pops out as the second meaning here. Like I'm waiting for you to open, dad, um, as opposed to uh, you opening a letter. And I will love you no matter how much you open, no matter how you open. It's enough. I get to see the truth That it feels good to love you. So this was a a realization that I had and this whole song really came from a breathwork session that my friend Diane guided me through and It was like two summers ago. I think um, I was doing maybe like one a week. They were really really cool, but I had this just vivid realization like like you would have kind of on a psychedelic journey I guess Um, that and it it hit me so clearly then it doesn't feel as clear in me now it's kind of like an imprint but I'm not sure that it has completely integrated it's like slowly integrating that um, that I I can't expect a love from my dad that he has never experienced. And I think that there is kind of a missing something because of that primal wound that he experienced being given up at birth. Um, But that I have a capacity for love that I can demonstrate um, was a lot better. (laughs) The, the, The breath work told it to me in a much clearer way, but that's the best way that I can use words to... Um to, to communicate that and really like the whole point of the song is to communicate that message. So um, hopefully the music does the work. Um, so and then I go into the last verse, which feels sort of like a an acceptance of what is, I guess. So it goes into can't be what we are where we are, can't be where we are without the steps we took to get us this far. So, you know, it wouldn't be where I am today without all of this, all of the beauty and all of the pain and everything, you know. I'm very grateful for my experiences, even though they were difficult. Um, and some might say we have scars on our skin. So some might say that, you know, that the experiences, Wound us that you know that our traumas make us ugly, I guess in a way Um But then I, I say I I say there's stars in the cosmos within so I guess I guess in a sense it's like I Do I do truly believe and I am truly falling apart <laughs> It's okay Um I do truly believe that the the experiences that we have make us who we are and the experience, I'll speak for myself, the experiences that I've had have made me who I am and I would not give them up for anything because I value who I am. Um, They become sort of like this constellation with, you know, within us. And depending on how we decide to look at them, they can, I suppose, make us ugly to ourselves or they can be like, a whole universe inside of us that you know that sparkles and makes us uniquely us makes me uniquely me so that's that's my that's my spiel on this song um again this was like the most um I think personal thing that that I've ever released and um and it took me a while to want to do that, um, so it was definitely I definitely had some resistance to it and uh, halted the process a few times. I mean, I guess case in point, it isn't even done yet, right? It, it was just a demo, but I did want to get it out. That was Monica, my producer's idea to to do the. She really liked this vocal, which we won't end up keeping because there's some like scratches and stuff in it that I don't like, but. Um, but I thought it was still good to, to release it, and I think that it's nice to share things that are not polished all the time. I think that I really, that I really appreciate that in artists that I love. I love hearing kind of uh, rougher, scratchier um, demo-type stuff as well as you know nicely produced things. So I hope you enjoy the song. And um, thanks for tuning in. All right, bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing on the platform of your choosing and leaving us a comment. This helps considerably for all the algorithms to figure out just how valuable it is to keep in touch with me and receive updates please sign up for my newsletter at portersinger.com you'll get a free download as well as receive updates on my self-healing sound courses workshops and other community building events that i'm creating you
1: felt out of place So you took us to outer space Paradise not on earth anymore Digging to find a marble floor You felt out of skin